his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Oh my goodness, some of the items here in the text line, I don't dare share them on the air. <laughs> Let's share this one, Vince. I wonder if this threat in Saudi Arabia will make gas and diesel go up in the next few uh, minutes? Yeah. Wars and rumors of wars. I believe we're there. Yes, we are there. Vince, just my opinion. We're all worked up over the upcoming election. But when the dust settles, nothing will change statewide. The political parties let us argue about book banning, guns. But when it comes to power broking, raising taxes, wasteful spending, they just keep us distracted while it's business as usual. Yep. I've said this over and over again. Let me repeat what I've said before. This Republican Party, if they don't get off their asses, especially if they win the White House in 2024. I don't care who the nominee is. But if that person is not talking about reducing the size of government, I will be very, very disgusted. Not surprised, but disgusted. Because it's really one of the most important issues. In regard to protecting or showing up Social Security Medicare, the problem is the programs themselves. If that weren't true and the programs were actually a good idea, they would just work and you wouldn't have to worry about them. Oh my goodness, boy, how insightful that is. Why are they a problem? Why do these... Because the whole foundation of these programs has always been misguided. It's always been a Ponzi scheme. It was less a Ponzi scheme at the beginning. When it was set aside for you, now it's all thrown into a pot. And even worse, they steal from that pot. See, government can do that. My goodness. I've got to get off this, or I'm going to get really, start getting really wound up. For the break, we told you about the possibility Iran may be planning some sort of attack on energy infrastructure in Saudi Arabia. That's all we need. Now we move on to the story about the Pelosi's. What happened at their home? Washington Post has an intriguing story. Capitol Police cameras caught the break-in at the Pelosi home, but no one was watching. Before I even go into the story, what is one of the lessons we learned about 9-11? One of the lessons we learned, we had a lot of the intelligence about what was going to happen. 
but it was not connected. The dots were not connected. The intelligence was not connected. You had too many bureaucratic agencies doing way too much. But at the end of the day, it was of little value because no one was putting things together. It was really another product of big government. Same thing's happening here with Capitol Police. What's the point of having monitoring of Nancy Pelosi's home if you're not going to watch the video? See, this is just boneheaded on every level. And I want to I go on record to make something very clear. I do think it's very important, especially for somebody who's in line for succession in our government. I think we need to do everything possible to make sure these folks are secure. I'm all for it. Even people I do not like, like Nancy Pelosi. There's no excuse. You're telling me you cannot find the manpower to just monitor a freaking TV. You can't just watch a TV screen. This is crazy. So inside the command center for the U.S. Capitol Police, a handful of officers were going through their routines early Friday morning, cycling through live feeds from the department's 1,800 cameras used to monitor the nearby Capitol complex, as well as some points beyond when an officer stopped. On a screen showing a darkened street nearly 3,000 miles away, police lights were flashing outside the home of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The officer in D.C. quickly pulled up additional camera angles from around Pelosi's home and began to backtrack, watching recordings for the minutes before San Francisco police arrived. There on camera, there's a man with a hammer, breaking a glass panel, entering the speaker's home. (laughs) The 911 call and the struggle inside the home that followed have now led to charges of attempted homicide of the speaker's husband and attempted kidnapping of the speaker, who's second in line to the presidency. Spotlight now on the immensity and perhaps the impossibility of law enforcement's task to protect the 535 members of Congress at a time of unprecedented numbers of threats against them. If the Capitol Police were going to stop an attack at the home of any member of Congress, they had perhaps the best chance to do so at Pelosi's, according to several current and former law enforcement officials, many of whom spoke to the Washington Post on the condition of anonymity because the break-in remains under investigation. Capitol Police first installed these cameras around Pelosi's home more than eight years ago. She has an around-the-clock security detail, and for many months after the attacks January 6th, a San Francisco police cruiser sat outside her home, day and night. But hours after Pelosi left San Francisco last week and returned to D.C., much of that security left with her. And officers in Washington stopped continuously monitoring video feeds outside her house. The targeted security and lack of full-time active surveillance, even at the home of the member of Congress with the most death threats, reflect the competing demands facing local and federal law enforcement agencies, as well as the balances lawmakers, their families, and security officials tried to strike in the last couple of years since the attack of the Capitol. 
Capitol Police working to implement more than 100 security improvements recommended by outside experts, including enhancements to officer training, equipment, protocols, and staffing. The department has simultaneously faced a tenfold increase in threats to members of Congress who regularly return to their home districts and crisscross the country. This is an area, and I'm, I want to make this very clear, and again, for people that I, most of which I don't care for, and I'm not just talking about Democrats either. I also raise the question, for people with the wealth of the Pelosi's, it is still beyond me that they did not have better security at that house. I'm just being very blunt with you. I have a hard time believing that somebody of the means of the Pelosi's, and this is going to sound kind of harsh, don't have sense enough to have better security. Heck, you could hire probably two full-time people at the house and not miss the money just to monitor the home. They've got the money to do it themselves. And the fact that they don't, it's beyond me. And it raises other questions that I'm not going to go into, and no, I'm not going into any of the conspiracy theories about this. But I'd love to get your thoughts as we continue. Coming up, we'll talk about Emmett Till. Stay with us. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Oh my goodness, I, I, this text line has been scrolling away during the break. I'm not going to go into some of the speculation and rumors that are going on 
about Paul Pelosi. I'm just not going there. Anyway, we'll kind of skirt around the edges. This texture says Pelosi just found out what happens when you defund security and police. Yep. Vince, love your show. Honestly, my gut's telling me this was an inside job. Complete setup. Too many dots don't connect. <laughs> Especially since the FB lies. <laughs> Let's see here. They've still not been able to find the bomber January 5th outside the Democratic wing. I don't think they could pay me enough to watch the video feed from the house of those two old drunkards. Remember, Nancy says she doesn't drink. Just saying, that's what she said. This was a setup to yet again distract the simple-minded before the vote. Nancy had the Capitol Police busy practicing their January 6th testimonies. <laughs> Not going to pretend I truly have any idea what happened in the Pelosi attack, but something's really fishy about the whole thing. A lot of stuff just doesn't add up when you get into the details here. Rich people with poor security systems may be doing things they don't want clearly recorded for posterity. Ignore the obvious with the Pelosi's and wonder why it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So much of this Pelosi story is failing my smell test. The more I hear, the less it makes sense. I'm not going to get into the conspiracy theories. But there are more questions than answers. Jeff, you're not alone here. People are suspicious for good reason. It's well-earned suspicion. Vince, I just voted easy peasy. Excellent. Glad you did. Good morning, Vince. I've heard the people who have the most money are very, very tight with it, except for Elon Musk. I guess, unfortunately, that's what happens when you choose what you do with it. Yeah. And this texture in the upstate saying, Vince, if only we would have banned hammers. Kind of underscores the idiocy of where so many politicians are. Let's go into Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Mercury News reporting on this new film blasts Emmett Till's accuser who is 88 living in hospice and always felt like a victim. Till is about the lynching of Emmett Till and the impact on U.S. history, making a strong case for why the white woman who accused him of accosting her should have been prosecuted. Carolyn Bryant Donham, never held responsible, never held legally responsible for her alleged role in the horrific kidnapping and murder of 14-year-old Emmett Till in Mississippi. And at 88, has reportedly lived out her final years in relative tranquility in my former home state of Kentucky. In her unpublished memoir, however, Donham says she always felt like a victim as well as Emmett. That's a horrible, stupid thing to say. Always felt like a victim as well as Emmett? Paid dearly with an altered life for what happened to him. The new acclaimed film 
Till makes the case for why Donham deserves no sympathy and instead should have been prosecuted for the lynching, one of the most brutal moments in American history of racial segregation. Donham set the tragic events in motion after she accused the boy from Chicago of making improper advances to her when he stepped into her rural grocery store August 24th, 1955, to buy bubblegum. Today, Donham lives in a small apartment community in Kentucky with her son and a small dog. The Daily Mail tracked her down. They published photos of her over the weekend, reported Donham suffers from cancer, is legally blind, and receiving end-of-life hospice care. She has good days and bad, the Daily Mail said. She and her son declined to be interviewed when a reporter contacted them at home. This weekend's release of Till, which co-stars Danielle Deadweiler and Whoopi Goldberg as Till's mother and grandmother, comes two months after a Mississippi grand jury declined to indict Donham on charges of kidnapping and manslaughter. The jurors heard differing accounts from Donham and others about Till's interactions with her at the grocery store and to what extent she was complicit. How she might have been complicit and how her then-husband Roy Bryant and others chose to retaliate. In the view of these white men, Till had violated an unwritten racist code in the Jim Crow South about how black men were supposed to behave around white women. Till shows the teenager raised in the North, not familiar with that code, did nothing more than pay Donham a compliment. In the film, Till played with youthful innocence and exuberance. By Jalen Hall, tells the 21-year-old mother of two, she looks like a movie star. After he leaves the store, he whistles at her. In the early morning hours, August 28, 1955, Roy Bryant, his half-brother, J.W. Milam, at least one other person, burst into Emmett's relative's home looking for the boy that done the talking to Bryant's wife. This is according to an FBI memo. The armed men left with Till after a person in a waiting car with a lighter voice than a man's identified him as that boy. The movie portrays that the person in the car was Donham. Three days later, Till's body found floating in the Tallahatchie River. In an interview they later gave to Look Magazine, Bryant and Milam confessed to beating Till and shooting him in the head. To dispose of the body, they fastened a 75-pound metal fan used for ginning cotton to his neck with barbed wire and then pushed his body into the river. In a landmark moment in civil rights history, Emmett's mother, Mamie Till, decided to hold an open casket funeral. She allowed a photographer to publish images of his brutally beaten body. On the cover of Jet Magazine, invited thousands of Chicagoans to see what happened to her son as they came to the church to pay their respects. Two weeks after Till's burial, the trial opened for Bryant and Milam. I love the timing of the way they used to do things. Two weeks. Hmm. As part of an evidentiary procedure, Donham testified, though not in front of the jury, made up of 12 white men. Given Till's earlier depiction of the teenager's interaction with Donham, the movie strongly suggests she lied on the stand. When she testified, he caught her hand with a strong grip when he reached out to pay for his gum. 
Donham also claimed he asked, How about a date, baby? After Donham said she jerked her hand away, she said he came forward with her at the cash register, came toward her, put both hands on her waist, asking, What's the matter, baby? According to the FBI memo. As Donham said she tried to free herself, she said the teenager told her she didn't need to be afraid of him because he had been with white women before. Donham said Till stopped when another person came into the store and pulled him out. This is in the FBI memo. She ran out the door to get her pistol from a car. That's when she heard Till whistle at her. She claimed the interaction with Till scared her to death. More on this story as we continue. Stay with us. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back on the broadcast talking about the Emmett Till story, one of the most horrendous injustices that happened to this country. As you might expect, this case drew international outrage. The all-white jury delivered a not-so-surprising verdict, deliberated for mere 67 minutes, voting to acquit Bryant and Milam. The two men celebrated by posing for photographers, lighting up cigars, and kissing their wives. In an interview with Look Magazine, Mylan justified killing Till by saying, When uh, N-Word gets close to mentioning sex with a white woman, he's tired of living. I'm likely to kill him. That again from an FBI memo. Milam died in 1980. Bryant died in 1994. 
the world mostly lost track of Donham. According to the Daily Mail, in 2004, the year after Mamie Tildai, the FBI reopened the murder as a federal civil rights investigation to find out if any others could be prosecuted. However, the U.S. Justice Department determined there was no basis for a federal prosecution at the time. Based on evidence provided by the FBI, including an interview with Donham, a Mississippi grand jury in 2007 also declined to prosecute her or others. Public interest in Donham, and especially her testimony, sparked again in 2017 when author and historian Timothy Tyson was promoting his book, The Blood of Emmett Till. He told several media outlets he had twice interviewed Donham in 2008. She had recanted her trial testimony about Till physically accosting her. That's pretty significant. Tyson said she handed him a transcript of her sworn testimony and claimed that part's not true. Said she honestly didn't remember what happened decades earlier. Hmm. Tyson wrote, you tell these stories for so long, they seem true. But that part is not true, Tyson said, Donham said. Nothing that boy did could ever justify what happened to him. The FBI launched a new investigation in 2018 into whether Donham lied on the stand, as Tyson suggested. The agency agreed there's considerable doubt about the credibility of Donham's testimony. However, agents hit a roadblock in proving beyond a reasonable doubt that Donham committed perjury. Tyson didn't record the portion of his interview when he said she recanted her testimony and gave inconsistent explanation about why no recording existed. His notes about when Donham supposedly recanted her testimony also were sparse and don't directly point to this conclusion. In Donham's unpublished memoir, I'm More Than a Wolf Whistle, Obtained by the Associated Press this summer, she insisted she didn't know what would happen to Till after her husband and brother-in-law kidnapped him. Said she tried to help him after they brought him to her in the middle of the night for identification. I did not wish him any harm and could not stop harm from coming to him since I didn't know what was planned for him. That's what she said in the manuscript, which she gave to Tyson. I tried to protect him by telling Roy, he's not the one, that's not him, please take him home. The AP published the memoir after Till's family and filmmaker Keith Bochamp unearthed an unserved arrest warrant for Donham, along with her late husband and his half-brother. A note on the back of the warrant, dated August 29, 1955, said she was not arrested at the time because she could not be located. Prompted by the warrant, a grand jury again was convened to hear evidence from the case 2004, declined to indict Donham, citing insufficient evidence. The district attorney for LaFleur County said in a statement, The murder of Emmett Till remains an unforgettable tragedy in this country. The thoughts and prayers of this nation continue to be with the family of Emmett Till. That from the district attorney. I, I'm curious, and even at this point, I want to hear your thoughts on this particular case. Would you like to see a prosecution of Carolyn Bryant Donham? Do you see value in that today? Is this something that should have been done some time ago? This is one of the things 
this movie is making the case for. Saying that she deserves no sympathy and should have been prosecuted for the lynching. What are your particular thoughts on this? I also put out the caution, and it's one I've, this is not new, I've communicated this before. I'm not a person at all who is against the idea of communicating history. I do have a concern of cultivating grievances in which there's not going to be anything positive developing from it. I love history. I think it's important to put history out. The facts, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But at the same time, and this is only a question individually we can examine, we need to examine our own hearts. Why are we interested in delving into these things? Is there a redemptive purpose behind it? Is there a way to accomplish justice? Or is this nothing more than inflammatory? My concern is for many people in the political atmosphere we have today, that's a good bit of it. Much of it is political. What are your thoughts on how this has been handled over the years? Should there have been a prosecution here? We're going to save for tomorrow a story about what's going on with our media and how we have in these apps, these social media apps, how powerful they've become and how they've colluded with the U.S. federal government. We'd love to get your thoughts on how this needs to be addressed, that very, very important subject of free speech something we claim to cherish. Stay with us. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. 
Tecovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Wednesday over on the text line till so painful. Great you spoke on the subject. Good for all of us to hear. This is something we can learn and hopefully give us an opportunity for a better future. We would certainly hope so. This person saying, handled badly. No use of a trial now. No witness, no evidence. Vince, they don't want to address higher rates of black-on-white crime today. We are the human race, and we need to treat everyone as human. Maybe then we can all understand our lives and yours and nothing else. This texture, just one positive comment. Thanks, that pretty much answered my question. I would just caution, too, to this texture, to... Resist the temptation to self-righteousness. And it's a caution I put out there all the time to people. We can have some very strong convictions about something, a cause that may be quite just. At the same time, we have to guard our own hearts that we don't make uncharitable judgments about people who may not just be in the same place we are. Vince, you're right. No wonder this isn't debated. Till is a bad subject for all social media. We're forced to take a look in the mirror, which I strongly encourage us to do all the time. Time now to take a look at the day in history. As we go back to this day, November 2nd, Beginning 1889, these two states became 39th and 40th. They're out west, and uh, they both have the same last name. Uh, Mexico and New Mexico. You're so silly. <laughs> You're going to have to hit me with it. Dakota. Dakota. It's the only one it could there be. There you go. Dakota, you got Dakota's. it. North and South Dakota. 39th and 40th states. This wealthy guy put up the spruce goose, and it actually flew briefly. Who was the uh, Howard the Hughes. millionaire behind that? You're absolutely right. It was Howard Hughes behind that in 1947. Uh, don't you remember this newspaper that got it wrong? 1948. 
This person actually won the presidency. But remember the newspaper the next day that had been printed early claiming Thomas Dewey won? Yeah, I remember. I don't remember which paper. It was uh, Truman, if that's the answer. It was Harry Truman. What was correctly. the paper? I don't remember which one did that. That's but the part was, I, I couldn't have answered. That. Talk about having egg on your face. That was pretty bad. But Harry Truman's the correct answer, scoring a huge political upset, beating Thomas Dewey. Dewey, who's now... Three for three, Chris. Let's keep this streak going. 1976. This guy beat Gerald Ford to become president number 39. Jimmy Carter. That would have been Jimma. Absolutely correct. 1983. This president signed the bill declaring Dr. King Day a national holiday. A federal holiday. Uh, Reagan. It was Ronald Reagan is correct. Five for five. 2000, the first crew arrived at this place, which is out of this world. That's the best way I can describe it. It's something that uh, a bunch of countries have put together out beyond um, the Earth. I'll just put it that way. The a International place. Space Station. International Space Station is correct. The first crew arrived there in the year 2000, 22 years ago. And 2016, this team won the World Series for the first time since 1908 in 2016. Boy, was that a big deal. Uh, would it be the Chicago Cubs? You are okay. correct. And Chris does a clean sweep. Yeah, yeah, how about that? All seven answers correct on this November 2nd quiz. And we end with this item. You know, I know we're two days removed from Halloween. A lot of people, kids especially, still enjoying their Halloween candy. But there's one neighborhood in Wyandotte, Michigan. Well, they won't have such a privilege. There's a reason for that. Trick-or-treating off-limits. Canceled in a suburban Detroit neighborhood. What in the world was this about? Well, I hope you're not eating as I tell you about this story. Here's the reason. Trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treating off-limits in that suburban Detroit neighborhood. Here's the reason. There's absolutely nothing sweet about bringing home a cockroach. Yes, I said a cockroach. So what is this about? Officials in Wyandotte said a cockroach infestation has been confirmed at a vacant home after a tip from a trash hauler. The pests have been moving to other homes from there. That would just firebomb that place. Just saying. <laughs> Sidewalks. They had to close them Monday night on a portion of 20th Street. City engineer Greg May, who said a Halloween ban was put in place to prevent further roach migration. Officials don't want the, bug, the bugs hitching a ride on costumes. That's a little gross, isn't it, having little Johnny or Sally come into your home and bring not only candy, but cockroaches. City's trying to exterminate the roaches, but it's going to take some time. And the concern is, walking the street could help kill the cockroaches, but their eggs still spread and survive. Yeah. Pretty disgusting, huh? So, maybe next year for the poor kids in that Wyandotte, Michigan neighborhood. That's all the time we have for the broadcast today.
Thanks very much for joining us. Lord willing, we're back tomorrow at the same time. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.